Chapter forty seven of Explanation of Catholic Morals. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recorded by Sylvia M. B. in Washington State. Explanation of Catholic Morals by John H. Stapleton. Chapter forty seven Profanity. Profanity is not a specific sin under this general head come all blasphemy false rash unjust and unnecessary oaths rash and violated vows and cursing called profanity because in each case the name of god is profaned that is to say is made less holy by its application to unworthy objects and in unbecoming circumstances profanity because it has to do with the holy name and not profanation which looks to sacred things although language lends itself to many devices and is well-nigh inexhaustible in its resources this category of sins of profanity embraces about all modes of offending against the holy name and consequently against the second commandment we have already examined the different species of profanity but it is not always easy to classify certain utterances and expressions that savour of profanity to determine the specific nature of their malice especially the guilt incurred by the speaker first of all the terms used are often distorted from their original signification or require that words left understood be supplied as they stand they are often as meaningless to the speaker as to the general uninitiated public to get at the formal malice of such utterances is still more difficult for it becomes necessary to interpret the intentions of the speaker thus in one case words that contain no evident insult to god may be used with all the vehemence of profanity to which guilt is certainly attached in another the most unholy language may be employed in ignorance of its meaning with no evil intent the only danger of malice being from habit passion or scandal this brings us to consider certain ejaculatory or exclamatory expressions such as god good god lord etc employed by persons of very different spiritual complexion evidently these words may be employed in good and in evil part whether in one or the other depends upon the circumstances of their using they may proceed from piety and true devotion of the heart out of the abundance of which the mouth speaks far from being wrong this is positively good and meritorious if this is done through force of habit or is the result of levity without the least interior devotion or affection it is a mitigated form of profanity to say the least no honour accrues to god from such language and such use of his name and where he is concerned not to honour him is dangerously near dishonouring him if contempt of god or scandal result from such language the offence may easily be mortal finally excited feelings of passion or wrath vent themselves in this manner and here it is still more easy to make it a grievous offending about the only thing that can excuse from fault is absolute indeliberation again without implying any malediction prescinding altogether from the supernatural character of what they represent as ejaculations only we come across the use of such words as hell devil damnation etc good ethics condemn such terms in conversation hearing them used people may be scandalized especially the young if one uses them with the mistaken idea that they contain blasphemy then that one is formally guilty of blasphemy finally it is vulgar coarse and unmannerly to do so but all this being admitted we do not see any more moral iniquity in the mention of these words than of their equivalents eternal fire satan perdition etc 
we do not advise or encourage the use of such terms but it sometimes jars one's sense of propriety to see people hold up their hands in holy horror at the sound of these words as if their mention were something unspeakably wicked while they themselves would look fornication for instance straight in the face without a shudder or a blush profanity is certainly a sin sometimes a grievous sin but in our humble opinion the fiat of self-righteous pharisaism to the contrary notwithstanding it is a few hundred times oftener no sin at all or a very white sin than the awful crime some people see in it if a fellow could quote classical mehircule and shakespearean cuss-words he would not perhaps be so vulgar as to say hell but not having such language at his command and being filled with strong feelings that clamour for a good substantial expression if he looks around and finds these the strongest and only available ones and uses them it is necessity in human nature we wot more than sacrilegious profanity it were better if his speech were ay ay and nay nay but it does not make it look any better to convict him of the blackest sin on the calendar just because he mentioned a place that really exists if it is hot and which it is well to have ever before our eyes against the temptations of life End of chapter forty seven